Good afternoon and welcome to Markets at Midday. It's Harry here for Market Matters on Friday, the 26th of August. The ASX is currently up 68 points. It's plus 0.97% to 71.16. We're pretty much on the day's highs. We opened uh, a few points higher, but have rallied uh, intraday as well. So just tracking upwards into midday. Um, all sectors in the green today, staples are standout. It's up 1.4%. Materials up 1.21%. Uh, the telcos communi- communication service services sector is up 0.01%, so just marginally in the green. Uh, and tech is the second worst sector today, but that's still up 0.52% at the moment. The hottest stocks, Bega, BGA is up 12.57%, Fever Energy, VEA up 6.34%, and Qantas, QAN up 5.76%. They obviously had a good result yesterday, buying flowing through today too as well. The weaker stock, City Chic, CCX, which is down 10.96%. They had a bad result yesterday, selling flowing through to the second day as well. DeGray, DEG down 4.52% and Illumina, AWC down 3.48%. Illumina did go ex-dividend today though, uh, which explains uh, the majority of that fall as well. Um, plenty of re- companies reporting today. Um, you know, we're, we're into the right at the back end of reporting season now, just a week left. Um, so companies squeezing their reports in before that wraps up. Austal is out today, ASB, it's down 3.01%, their full-year result pre-announced largely with EBIT at 120.7 million. It was up about 3.5%. Revenue was down 9% to 1.43 billion. Um, but uh, yeah, it was largely known, all these FY22 numbers, they have recent commentary around a contract win, uh, which helped boost their EBIT for FY22. Um, they've got plenty of cash. Um, they are winning business, which is good. They've got a few new sites up and running. Order book is up to $3 billion. That was $2.5 billion this time last year, plus a really strong pipeline of larger contracts coming through. We are expecting to hear um, about a few new contracts, see if they can win a couple more uh, towards the back end of this year, and that will help boost uh, their earnings going out into future years. These are long-term contracts, so um, they need to be winning contracts consistently, um, but it does uh, sort of flow through to revenue in outer years as well. EBIT guidance for FY23 of $100 million, uh, is about a 10% beat, uh, though those numbers from consensus numbers would, wouldn't have really been updated following uh, their August trading update, which, which they provided FY22 uh, preliminary numbers there. So um, I guess that's more or less in line. Um, I think that that's a, quite a conservative figure. Um, yeah, given all the news we're hearing about uh, what's going on over particularly their new steel shipbuilding uh, over in the US. Um, so I think that might be a conservative figure if they can win a couple of more contracts. So, so a bit of a caveat there. Uh, Oz Minerals, OZL, it's up 0.8%. Just a first half uh, result for the copper miner today. Numbers look okay. MPAT of $109 million, Revenue of $908 million. They're paying an $0.08 cent dividend. They tend to pay a pretty weak first half dividend, but fill it, they fill their boots in the back end of the year. They maintained guidance across the board for production and cost, particularly positive given uh, all the cost pressures going on in miners at the moment. They turned talked to a strong growth project pr- uh, progression there. They signalled that there's value in their assets above uh, the share price. Uh, they're basically just 
uh, trying to look good in front of BHP, which is uh, still lingering after their initial $25 per share uh, all cash offer for Oz Minerals a few weeks ago. We think they are looking at improving that offer. BHP did say the other day they're not desperate to take Oz out, uh, but around the $26 and $27 mark, I think there's uh, some decent value still in Oz Minerals. Copper is, um, you know, obviously got a tailwind uh, electrification sort of commodity here. Um, yeah, that's that's got a good medium-term growth outlook in terms of demand, um, and there's not a great deal of new supply coming on. Uh, and it's one of the reasons why BHP is interested and one of the reasons why we're interested in Oz Minerals as well. Bigger, uh, BGA, it's up uh, 12.5% at the moment, full-year results. Um, they also gave uh, late-term guidance uh, back into the year, so EBITDA of $180 million was being in line. With the market, they reiterated their FY23 guidance of 160 to 190 million dollars uh, of EBITDA. Um, market was right in the middle of that as well. Uh, so reasonably solid there. They've they've had to battle higher milk prices, higher supply supply chain issues, uh, particularly around that flood impacting COVID as well. Um, so the stock's been really weak heading into this result. It's popped uh, today on a set, almost just a not as bad as feared uh, set of numbers from Bega. Um, looks okay. They are looking to put through price rises across their products, uh, which will mitigate some of the cost increases that they've seen across the business. So you expect to see, expect to be paying more for Bega cheese in the supermarkets in the next few weeks, if not over the next quarter or so. Uh, another big name reporting today, Wes Farmers WES is up 2.02% today. Uh, they beat for FY22 across the board. Revenue of 30, uh, 36.8 billion was about a 4% beat. EBIT fell 2% to 3.4 billion, but that was still about a 6% beat to market. Uh, they're paying a dividend of 180 cents, so $1.80. Uh, dividend, the market was at 170, so another beat there. Um, the result was driven uh, largely by Kmart Group and Officeworks and uh, Westcaf, uh, which is their chemicals and fertilizers business. Uh, while Bunnings was in line and their industrials business was in line. They also gave uh, a bit of commentary around the first seven weeks of trade for FY23. Uh, retail trade looks really robust. So um, Officeworks was flat, but Bunnings and Kmart were up uh, reasonably well, uh, particularly that Kmart number there. They're really well positioned, particularly in the West Kef, uh, given the commodity strength. They expect to see some really strong demand coming through in their chemicals and fertilisers business as well. Um, so really well positioned, uh, Wes Farmers, I guess, um, another retailer that's sort of done better than expected uh, in these results, um, driven by that sort of retail arm of Wes Farmers. In Asia markets at the moment, Japan's Nikkei is up 0.92%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng is up 1.06%. US futures are down just marginally, though, down 0.05% each. US tonight, so the Fed Chair Jerome Powell will be speaking following the Jackson Hole meetings that have been going on the last couple of days. Um, and they'll also have personal income data that's expected to come out at plus 0.5% month on month. So a couple of things to watch there on your Friday night. But otherwise, have a great Friday. Um, have a great weekend as well. Look out for the afternoon report. There's a number of companies I didn't touch on uh, today that we'll be definitely talking about this afternoon. Linus springs to mind. It's one we own. It's doing all right today, up a couple of percent. So uh, one to watch out for in the afternoon report. Um, and as always, have a great day.